Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. Hey, Romans 13, we're in this series on authority. It's called Made to Reign. Amen? You're supposed to reign in life as a king, the Bible says. We're going to talk about that later on. This series is about maturity, spiritual maturity, really a lot. It's kind of almost, I told him in the morning, I was like, it's kind of almost scary at the level of growth that this place is going to go to, because if God's allowing me to speak like this to you, he's thinking about the next level. I really believe that. Um, you got to be ready for, for this level of maturity in the message, I feel. I'm being serious. Like, you guys that are in ministry, let me help you what this is all about. Um, I don't know the things are moving around, so I'm going to go slow. When God allows you access to speak at this level, I really believe he's talking to the people for the next level of ministry. So that means this. Things are got to go up because this is a level of maturity that I think is so important because this is not an easy um, message to grasp. Because it's very, very, very critical. It's definitely anti-Christ out there world is going gonna, is gonna to flip with this kind of stuff. Because we're talking about submission to authority. And it is rebellious. And there's church order that God has placed that is literally life-changing. But you don't hear this stuff. And the church don't teach it. The earth is losing respect, man. Come on. We don't even have respect for our elders, for crying out loud. You tell me we got respect for the Word of God? You can't even go, you can't even go do recreational stuff. I, I'm, I'm losing it half the places I go. I'm not even ready for there. You know, I can't even be around it. It's disrespected. It's, uh, it's, un, un, it's, un, it's unmannerly behavior. It's almost just, it's really not right. You know, I was even telling my parents, I was kidding, you know, sometimes we get in environments, and I, told, I said, I don't even want my kids in certain environments that they have to be in to be in the earth because it's, I got to undo everything they learned in that hour and a half of nonsense. Yeah, okay, ain't no day, and I'll tell you right now, ain't no way, in, ugh, I was like, no, you will never act like that, nor will you be part of that. I don't care what anybody says, and tell them, come see your dad, because I ain't got no problem, I got a big mouth, I got no problem letting you know how I feel if you push against it, but I'm right. Honor, respect, you know what I mean? Being courteous. Come on, this, 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 we don't talk like this, this, this. And then, you know, order, you know what I mean? Order. I'm not talking about control. I said order. You know what I mean? You come in the house, and you know, you got house order like God's got, and you start talking like that, everybody freaks out. You know, this, they're out there trying to tell you, this is what it's supposed to be. No, no, the Bible's what it's supposed to be. So let's just look at Romans 13, get the ball rolling. I just need you to be open, but I'm going to tell you now, three things I talked about this morning, and sometimes I catch the little river to get in. This is really good. Number one, if you're connected here, you better get ready because your ministry's going up. I know that. I don't shout that. I'm getting ready to spread responsibility. You could just feel it. I don't know what it's going to look like, but if you, I'm telling you now, if you were here, and this ain't for everybody, but if you're here and you're connected, you better get ready. Your responsibility's going up. Some of you are not involved as much as you're getting ready to get involved. Your ministry is not forgotten. I'm telling you, listen to me. I, don't, I can't explain it. You just feel it. You know it. Okay? I knew it. I started feeling it. Some of you got ministry in you, 
and it got a little waylaid, that doesn't mean it's not denied. It just might be a little delayed, but it's coming to pass. And this is the season it's going to go to another level. But that's up to you to get all in. That ain't none of my business. I'm going to say this one more time. That ain't none of my business. That's your business. That, that ain't rough. That's the truth. Because I can't make you listen. You either choose to listen or not listen. That's your own. That's your gift. Your, let me tell you right here now. You're only accountable for your calling. You're accountable for your calling. You can't go to Jesus and say, well, I buried it in the ground. He's going to be like, I want it. Where is it? So that means it's time to be going up. And some of you, you're just learning, you're learning in the season of life that, you know what? Well, I don't like my job. They're crazy. Get a new one. But don't push against it. Cost you too much. There's a lot of mature stuff going on here. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to be rough. I'm just trying to explain to you, this is kingdom stuff now. We're at a level of maturity. Most church don't get to. This is not bragging. I'm not trying to say we're better, but something's happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't talk like, just tell me the good stuff. I can't get away with it. This is the mature stuff. This is the stuff you grow. So I'm going to read the Bible, and just, I had to preface it before I give it to you, because you might go, oh, God, you do what you want with it. I'm the delivery guy. If you don't like the message, talk to the boss. Don't bother me. I just got your tracking number on my box. (laughs) <laughs> what are you bringing that day? 920 Bevel Road. All right, here you are, Bevel Road. Praise God. Let every soul be subject unto higher powers, for there's no power but of God. Uh-oh. The powers that be are ordained of God. That power, that power is there because God put it there. Okay? All right, good. Two. Here we go. We're going to roll. Whosoever therefore resists the power, resists the ordinance of God. And they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. It ain't worth it pushing against it. Leave it alone. Three, keep going. We're going to read it in the Amplified, the first three verses, too, just so you're ready. For rules, right, or rulers are not a terror to good works, but them that are evil. Will thou not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and you ain't got to worry about it. You'll be praised. But if you don't do what is good, you're going to be in trouble because you should be afraid. He's saying, he's saying get it straight. Look at verse 5. We'll just keep going back in, and we'll get to the for he that beareth not the sword in vain, for he is the minister of God to avenge, or basically evil, wrath upon him that do it evil. Basically, if you ain't doing the right stuff, this thing's going to come back on. You can't push against this stuff. Wherefore, you must be in subjection to what? Not only for the wrath, but also for conscience sake. You need to be awake. Now, go look at it in the Amplified first two, three verses. It'll make more sense, please. It'll help you see it in the Amplified because it expounds what he's really explaining is this. He said, authority was put in place by God. Whether you like it or not, anything that is not under authority can be troublesome. Let every person person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from, watch it, God, granted by his permission and sanction. And those which exist have been put in place by God. So do you see that? So it's there. So authority has been given by God. You say, I don't like the authority. Well, guess what? Some things are crazy. I understand that. But authority was given by who? God. Now we got to go. We're going there, right? So what did God give you authority for? Because if you're ever going to have power in life, you have to have a place of submission in life. Does that make sense? The Roman centurion in the Bible was real cool about it. He said, hey, Jesus, come heal my servant. Jesus said, yeah, great. I'll come to your house. He said, you ain't got to come to my house. Just speak the word only because I'm a man under authority. I understand that if I tell somebody to go, they go. I tell somebody to come, they come. I get it. Just speak the word. Jesus said, I ain't seen great faith, not even in Israel, like this guy's got. 
This guy's a guy that he knows, he speaks my language. What's that? That I am submitted unto authority, and because I'm submitted unto authority, I have a position of authority. Does that make sense? Now, here's what you got to get. Authority came from God. Now, let me show you what happens in the church world, life world, and everything. Everything that has authority over you, number one, it should be God first and foremost. Your highest authority should be God in his word. Okay? But now let me show you where you as a Christian can get in trouble. I, I, man, my boss is a ding-dong. Careful. That thing is there under authority is you. And you have to respond right in that environment. Now listen, your, dog, your boss might be a ding-dong. But in the minute you posture yourself wrong with the ding-dong, you're hurting yourself. You're not hurting nobody but you. I'm telling you, pray, get a new job. Don't quit tomorrow. Don't tell me I told you quit. But if you cannot figure out where you're at, move, get a new job. But talking about it, I'm t- the, the world don't want to teach you. They ain't going to teach you this. Ah, oh, that guy's a jerk. No, authority came in place because God put it there for the governing bodies. Some of this stuff will teach you how to walk in love. You might have a jerky boss just to teach you in love, how to walk in love. How are you going to walk in love if you don't have no pressure not to walk in love? But you want to get out of it. How are we going to cultivate you walking in love? Thank you very much. I told the girls, I said, you better not go find some guy. You think you know what you're doing? Well, I found him. He's cute. He's cute. He's cute. Yeah, we'll see how cute he is. Because you got to listen a little bit in that environment. He's going to cover you. He's a dipstick, can't even walk across the street. He's going to cover you. He don't even know what he's doing. You're going to submit your life to that. Bring him around me. I'll let you know how good he is. See if you can follow instruction. Here we go now. Pastor's meddling. I'm going to meddle all day long. Bring that joker up in here and watch what I do. Follow instructions. I can't, he don't listen to nobody. Well, good. Then he's going to be bye-bye. Bye-bye, bye-bye. Baby, bye-bye. What's that song, right? <laughs> you can see it there. Bye-bye, baby. Come on, get rid of this joker. Come on. No, look. I'm just telling what the Bible said. It's order. God made man, then he made woman. I'm not picking on the guys. The guys are catch up. They're doing good. But then you got, you got to have a level of this order, and then the kids order. Everything got order. Everybody's got a submission to the order. And then you like, oh, I'm going to do what I want to do. You crazy. You don't mess this order up because the blessing's in the order. But it's really, I'm going to do what I want. All right, go be like that. You ain't going to get to prosper. You're not going to see the life. You're not going to see what you want to see. God gave you order, and it's there. And I'm going to prove it to you in the Word of God. That's why he said, because you want to know what it's all about? It's all about you subjecting yourself unto the Word of God. Now, look, and I know it ain't easy, but guess what? We can do it. Everybody learning their rule, role, rule, role and responsibility. Okay? Now, I, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but God ain't changing his order just because you don't like it. Is that all right? Come on, smile on me. Let's be nice. You got to understand something because God, number two, write this down. God's throne was established on authority. Does that make sense? You see what I'm saying? I kind of I get, like here's, we all have authority in life in an arena that you have to understand that your submission to that authority produces the blessing in your life, but it also produces what? The increase of power you have in your life. You can't give great power to someone that does not understand submission. They're dangerous. Look, let me tell you something about God. I can prove it to you in the Word of God, and I'll show you. The more you submit yourself unto God, the more power you get. The more power you got, the more responsibility you got. The more responsibility you got, the more dangerous you can become. 
Because you got to understand, Elijah got so far under God that literally he said, I don't want to be here no more. God said, okay, I'll listen to what you say now. I don't want it, but if that's what you want, I'll give it to you. Go get Elisha. You're done. Not because I want you to be done, but you chose to be done. When you get to that value place of submission and responsibility arises, you better be able to handle it because it's dangerous if you're not careful. Because God will start doing what you want to do because you're so far submitted. You better listen to what I'm saying, man. So here's what I'm saying. Everybody wants power. You can't get power without submission. And the more power you got, the more submitted you are. We're going to see it. Jesus was the most submitted man there was. That's why he was the most powerful man ever walked the face of the earth. He received power. How did he get that? Submitted his life. See, everybody wants to go. Everybody wants the next level, but the next level is going to cause. You got to go down before you go up. You posture right. Most people don't know how to posture right, man. You know what I'm saying? Look, you can't push against this system and think you're going to win. You ain't going to win. Paul tried to do it. He said, it's hard to kick against me, ain't it? Can't grow. You can't push against me. You can't push against God's word. He's God. But if you work in the system of it, the blessing will hit your life. All of it. So just tell me what it is. Okay, good. So you're saying God's authority. Is that okay? Everybody say God's authority. This, this, is, this, is, this is something else this week, right? Look at Hebrews 1 and 3. This is going to pull you in. Now, look, this ain't easy. Everybody saying it ain't easy, but you can do it. You can do it. Who being in the brightness of the glory and the express image of the person and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. Look at that. He said, by the word of his power. Underline it. See it? By the word of his power. See it? By the word of his power. Did you get that? Not the power of the word, but the word of the power. So where's the power? It's in the word. See that? Where's the power? In the word. You see it? Word of his power. So where's the power? It's in the word. What happens when you submit yourself to the word? You submit yourself to the power. What happens when you submit to the power? You become powerful. Because once you come under it, now you got the power for it. See it? So what he's saying? Now watch this. Jesus said, I've exalted my, come on, word, come on, right, above my name. That means he put the word, he put the word, well, he said, my, I'm underneath, I put the word above me, and I've come under it. That means he subjected himself to the word. Does that make sense? So the most powerful force in the earth, the name of Jesus, he said, I subjected unto the word, which means I am in submission unto the word of God. So if Jesus submitted himself to it, my God in heaven, we better submit ourselves to it. You know what I'm saying? And people are like, well, I'm only going to go so far in. No, you go all in. And if you don't want to go all in, we'll, we'll help you get it all in, all right? And you kids are doing good, amen? Just keep staying close, amen? You stay close, you get better at it, amen? Watch this. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a bonus pack ten, ten the other guys didn't get because I'm going to show you something in here because there's more to this, and I can go faster now. Write this down. Three, obedience to God's will is the greatest demand of the Bible. Obedience to God's will is the greatest demand in the Bible, Okay, and you find that in Hebrews 13, 17. Okay, Hebrews 13, 17, obedience to God's will. Here's the key, and don't you forget this. God would rather have obedience than sacrifice. You know what I'm saying? God's like, he would say, he said, I'd rather you have obedience than sacrifice. Say, God, look what I brought you. God's like, obey me. I don't care what you bring me. You know what I'm saying? 
you could bring something to God and God say, well, that's great, but I'd rather have obedience than sacrifice. You know what I'm saying? In 1 Samuel, they, bur- they brought a bunch of burnt offerings to God. He rejected it. He said, I'd rather have obedience. He wants your obedience. God wants your obedience. You know why he wants obedience? Because obedience shows you love him. That's how he knows. You know how God knows? He said, if you, if you love me, obey me. That's how God knows you love him. You obey him. You know what I'm saying? So you guys are doing good. So you just say, God, I'll, I'll obey you. Obey, look at this. Obey them that have rule over you and submit yourself, for they watch over your souls. That's a good one. Now, I know what everybody Look, guys, this ain't no new rodeo. I know exactly. You only have one question. Where do I submit? Everybody got to submit somewhere. You just better figure out where. That's your own journey. I'm telling you, God's honest truth, man. Because what happens is this. Until everybody got to be under somebody. Because if, if you're by yourself, you're rogue. You ain't got no responsibility there. Because nobody really want to know why nobody wants to submit. Let me explain that. People say this. Nobody, nobody cares. No, you don't want to be responsible. But the minute you want to become responsible, you'll find a... Look, let me show you something here. You've been rogue and alone all the while you never really wanted to be responsible or accountable. The minute you decided to become responsible and accountable, you became covered. Oh, here we go. Now I got to drop the mic. I'm good at this. <laughs> I got to help you sometimes, believe me. Did you hear what I said? I wasn't being ornery when I said that. You understand what I'm saying? When you were just rogue and cool with it and you didn't really have nothing, you're like, I'm cool the way it is. Ain't nobody know where I'm at. Ain't nobody holding me in check. Ain't nobody keeping me accountable. Nobody really care what I'm doing. I kind of slip in, slip out, slip around, slip, 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 slippity, slip, 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 slip it up, slip it up. Hey. All of a sudden, everybody want to go to new level of spirituality. What do they do? We need to get accountable. Why? Because now somebody's going to hold us in check. Where were you Sunday? What were you doing? You know what's funny around here? I got like Godar, you know, like radar, Godar. If you ain't in this building, I know you're supposed to be in there. I'll find you. I come off the platform last week. I said, where's Miss Kathy? I come off the platform. Man, I come off the platform a couple times. I came off the platform one time, called somebody almost their destiny. Yeah. Come off the platform and said, where, where, where are they? They are not here. Where are they? Yeah, that was a real great journey. Good for me. Not good for them. Cost you your life if you ain't smart. But nobody wants to do that. I'm not scaring you. I'm just helping you. Understand me? Once you want to go to another level, God will bring you somewhere to take you there. See it? Everybody say, well, you're giving up something. You ain't giving up nothing. You're gaining everything. Gaining everything. Because the way it works, man. I'm going to prove it to you. You want to see it? Watch this. Did you write that down? You doing good? Did you get that Hebrew? The greatest of God's demands on man is that he what? He comes to a place of obedience of the word of God. Obedience alone absolutely honors God. You want to know why? Because look at this. Look at this. Just write this down. Number four. Okay. Now, you, you see that what I'm saying there? Like, I got to find, submit to the word first, guys. You understand this. Submit to the word first. But then you got to follow instruction. Now, that starts at work. Man, you know what I had to ask myself in this series? Things bother me that I do not want to submit myself to. And I had to ask myself, am I really, it's, you know, like you go somewhere like, oh, you got to all line up single file and go through. I'm like, oh, come on, man. This is stupid. <laughs> you never been there? TSA, come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Like, I don't want to do it this way. Yeah, just let me do my way. You ever, you ever been there? Somebody don't know what I'm talking about. Walmart. 
Let me ask you a question. Why do these grocery stores, after like 7 o'clock, only got one aisle that's open and 9,000 people in line and eight people walking around ain't got nothing to do? Can we fix this? Well, somebody come ask me a question so I can answer them and help them. You know what I'm saying? And then you're like, you're like you, ever, you ever do it like this? I'm in line, and, you know, I got a smile on my face, but inside I'm really mad. You been there? You been there? Like, you ever do that? Come on, tell the truth, right? You're like, go, you got to go over here and go left. This is so stupid. <laughs> stupid. This is dumb. Right? And you're like, yeah, I'll go in the line. <laughs> inside I'm cussing you out. Yeah. I'm not using bad, bad words, but they're bad. They're not holy. You know what I'm saying? And I did cuss a little bit in my head, but Jesus, forgive me about it. You should too. Didn't come out of my mouth, so praise be to God. Hallelujah. You know what I'm saying? And you got to go, why is that in me? What's that area rebelling me? You ever, get, you ever see law? You ever see law? Like wet paint. How wet is it? Don't touch. It says wet paint. Big sign, right? Here we go. I'm messing all your cards up. Wet paint. Don't touch. Paper. Like you like, how wet is it? Wet paint. Don't touch. you like, ain't that wet. I told you it was a lie. Wherever there's law, there's sin. You know what I'm saying? You're like, go over there, line up single file. I don't want to line up single file. Mad. You know, he has to say, do I like authority? Some of you are rebellious, man. Look at your neighbor say, you rebellious? Don't answer. Praise God. Help me, Jesus. Are you rebellious? Why can't you follow instruction? What in you is rebelling? It's going to get quiet in here. Okay? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is you? What are you? You drop your keys. What are you? What are you rebellious about? You're losing your clothes, bro. <laughs> Come on. You see what I'm saying, though? What is in me that's pushing against this that doesn't? Maybe this is a little indicator. I better fix some stuff. I ain't. Hey, easy now. Don't, don't kill the messenger. Look, I want you to see something here. Remember the Lord in Genesis? Uh, go to Matthew 26, 36, the Lord's prayer in Gethsemane. Some of us think that Gethsemane was a place of weakness, of Jesus' flesh, but I got news for you. And fear, it looked like, it looked like Jesus didn't want to, looked like he was fearful and weak. But it was really the highest place in prayer in which the Lord expresses his obedience to God's authority. Our Lord obeys God's authority first more than the pain and suffering of the cross. Did you get that? Do you see it? He didn't, he, it wasn't fear and weakness. I don't want to drink that cup. It wasn't about fear and weakness. It was about honor and respect. I'll drink the cup in honor and obedience to you. See it? Different way of seeing it. It wasn't fear and weak. Obviously, it was painful, but he did it out of honor and obedience. There's a lot of things we do. We don't talk like this no more. We don't talk, the earth doesn't talk like this. Man, people's word don't mean jack. People just jacked up. Come on, man, I used to be a back, man, I remember being in business in the 90s. I mean, we, we, didn't, we were in business in 91. We didn't have a contract a day in our life. That was not that long ago. We, we I'm a contract. I said, you got contracts? I said, I had, I had a handshake and agreement. Walked in there. We didn't have none of this nonsense. You got to prove what you're going to be. I said, my word's good. I'll be here. They said, okay, take branches. We got branches and stuff. Man, we did deals, money, stuff happened. There was no contract. And no, I said, my word's good. Your word's good. My word's good. Nowadays, you got to have 82 pieces of paper to prove that somebody's going to do what they say they're going to do. Don't let that be you. I'm not saying you got to work like the world. I'm saying be smart. You can't just be dumb. 
You be smart. You sign deals when you got it. But here's what I'm saying. Let your word mean something. Let your integrity mean something. Let not your mouth be something that we got to second guess. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean by that? Let your honor stand forth. Let your, let your authority be, 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 be where you say you're going to be. And if you haven't been, fix it. It's important. Character. We represent God in the earth. I don't care what the earth's doing. The earth's crazy. You'd be like God said to be, amen? And you teach these things in the house. You know what I'm saying? I told the kids, I said, you will never respond like that. Not a day in my life. You will respond the way I tell you to respond. You know what they told me the one day? We ain't like all the other kids. I said, exactly. We don't get to do what the other kids do. I said, exactly. We don't get to do I said, right on, bro. Preach. Preach. They think like I'm crazy. Like, you should be thinking this is bad. I said, no, that's good. That's what you're supposed to be. Amen? Because you serve God. You represent God. You understand this? Your whole life's getting ready to change. You understand that? Because you serve God. I ain't going to let you just look like the world. I'll jerk the slack out of you. Not, now, you use them, don't, you know, use somebody like, I just visiting. Don't worry about it. Go home. But, you know, you people that are sticking around and staying in, I'm going to find you. Somebody's like, well, I'm not that submitted. I said, I know. That's why I don't talk to you that much. Because until you get all in, no, you're not my, you're not my responsibility until you come all the way in. And then when you do, you will be accountable. Oh, okay. I like you too. <laughs> all right. Why was man in trouble? Why was man in trouble? Because disobedience, man's fall was due to disobedience. Write that down. Got to understand this. You got to look at Adam and Eve. I'm going to give you the bonus pack today. You ready for this? You doing all right here? This is grow up stuff. This is meat. You know what I mean by meat? It's like, I went to church and they told me Jesus loves me. This is, we beyond Jesus loves us right now. We're in stomping on your toes right here. Like you're asking me about my character to authority. Absolutely. And here's the thing, you can't be pulling no rank. If I walked into Paul's office Monday morning and said, hey, what's up? I don't pull that, pa- he'd be like, hey, PC, what's up? I'd be like, what do we do here? You're the boss. You don't just have to pull rank where you want to pull rank. You got to posture right. You understand? You go to work, you don't like the thing, pray and get a new job. But guess what? The boss is the boss. And the better you follow the instruction of the boss, the more you rise up in the company, Amen. Problem solvers get paid. We teach rebellion to these kids. The parents don't know nothing. The kids don't know nothing because the parents don't know nothing. And the church wants to sit there and be quiet and not say nothing. You better wake up, man. You better take your responsibility. I don't know if you could change anything else, but you could change your house. You are not going to respond like that. I got news for you. I don't care how Johnny down the street do it. You ain't doing it like that. So I said, well, I don't have a good example of it. Well, we're going to give you a biblical example of it, and then you live. Well, the earth don't live like that. No, duh. It's antichrist. It's crazy. You understand that? And you understand? And power is going to be found in submission to the word of God and the ordinance of God and the principles of God. Does that make sense? Principles of God are huge because you're going to see this because this is what God wanted. Now, I had to say all that to say this. Look at Adam and Eve. You want to know what? Now, watch this. This is going to be life-changing if you catch me, okay? Let's review the story, okay? After God created Adam... Check what? He gave him instructions. Among these was this. He ordered him not to eat of the fruit of the knowledge of the tree of good and evil. You got that? Now, stay with me. Give me energy. Give me like 12 minutes. I'll get you out of here. Ready? Under the authority. Watch. Okay, now watch this. This was the charge. Okay? Don't eat it. I give you everything and all the power, but don't eat of the tree. Now, check this out. This is the charge. It was more than just forbidding him to eat a certain fruit. Rather, it was God putting Adam under authority that he might learn obedience. God put Adam under authority so he could learn to obey. 
Are you getting, did you just get that? So why did God put authority? He wants obedience out of you. Not out of control. He knows it's the way to get you to produce. Did you, I'm going to read it again, okay? I, I, don't like, I don't like this. I'm going to rebel. Don't you rebel. Don't, don't do it. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not good. God just wants obedience out of you. Once he starts getting obedience out of you, woo, he starts taking another level. You see this? I'm going to read it again. Now, you, you pulling in? Come on, you got to pay attention. It's like, give me, it's like 15 minutes. You can do this. You got to connect. Don't disconnect here. I'm telling you, this changed your life. Don't get mad at the messenger. Because we all, I don't know if that's true. It's true. The charge was more than stop eating of the tree. Don't go there. It was God's putting under Adam authority. He wanted to put Adam under authority that Adam might learn obedience. But he rebelled. And who did Adam destroy when he rebelled? Everybody. Watch. On the other hand, now watch this though. He want, why did God, don't eat a tree. Adam, I want to put you under authority so you learn how to obey. Yes, sir. But let me show you the benefit of what I'm giving you first. He placed them under that authority to get them to obey. But on the other hand, God placed every created thing on earth under Adam's authority. That he might have dominion over everything. And uh, Adam, on the other hand, God placed Adam himself under his authority that Adam might obey authority. The only, watch this, only the one who is under authority can be an authority. I'm going to say it again. It's a little bit of a tricky way to read it, but you got to get it. Okay? Okay? So God goes, Adam, yes, you are God in the earth, and you have all power and authority. Do what you want. But here's what I need you to do. Don't eat that tree. I need you to be under my authority. Otherwise, you're, you're what? Your power is going to go rogue. So what are you telling me? He said, don't eat that tree. What did he do to Joker? Number one, I'll tell you, number one thing he did, he didn't take his place. He should have been teaching her what was up. And don't say, and you ain't, and the ladies look at me. You're the most powerful being walking the face of the earth. You better figure this out real quick. A woman, she is something else. My God, she is dangerous. So I'm going to tell you right now, it's a man's world. Yeah, right. <laughs> you women got the power. I'm telling you right here now. I'm telling you right now. She is creative. She got it all. Woman. I know, right? They tell me at work. I mean, you, want, you, have, you tell me I got to submit. You have to understand proper order. It's called, it's called authority in the house. And the way it's covered and all that, you ain't going to get some nitwit control freak. That's not what I'm saying. There's order to everything, but the blessing is power. But you know who's running the house. She is. She got power you ain't never seen, bro. She's dangerous. Sue, something else. Right? Keep it in its right place, but understand what I'm saying. He should have been saying, what you doing touching that fruit? Leave that fruit alone. You're going to get us killed touching that thing. Get out of there. She didn't know no better because he didn't do his job. He should have been teaching. Leave it alone. But here's the problem. It was his fault, not her. God said, I get, let me tell you, he said, I made you, bro. He blames her. Men are blamers. Haven't you figured this out by now? They're blamers. Blame her. Take no responsibility for nothing and blame everybody. 
bunch of big babies in what you are. I'm with you. Why are you in trouble? Adam? It was her fault. She did it. The woman you gave me, she's my problem. No, you're the problem, bro. Because you don't want to fight with her. She's, she's tough. She's going to get you if you don't figure this out. I'll help you. More counsel, you'll be all right. Are you getting this? Go see Brother Paul. He's over that ministry. <laughs> On the other hand, he gave him all the authority. You see it? But he said, what? If I'm going to give you all that power, I'm going to give you all that authority, I'm going to give you all that responsibility, you better be under me. And if you ain't under me, you're going to be dangerous. And he said, okay. And what did he do? Jacked up the whole earth. Because why? He didn't want. He didn't submit to God's authority. It wasn't about not eating of a tree. It was can you follow the order. See it? It's ain't nothing to do with trees and fruit. It's got to do with obeying God. See it? I mean, that's why some of you, I tell you, don't think sin's cute. Eat the wrong piece of fruit, you destroy your life forever, and you can't fix it. Let me tell you about all these people that tell you this. This is a lie from the pit of hell, and I'll prove it to you. And every preacher that said it, he washes his mouth out with soap. God cannot fix some of the junk you get yourself into. You better understand that right now. You better understand that right now. You understand that right now. There's people right now what ain't walking on the face of the earth because they made one mistake. You can't get life back. Don't tell me God's going to fix everything. He ain't going to fix all of everything. That's why you don't go near nothing that's bad. Stay away. Run. You run. Cost you too much. You know how many people should be walking on the face of the earth right now, didn't follow God's instruction, went the way they want, and thought it was a good idea? They ain't here no more to tell you it was a bad idea. I'm here telling you it was a bad idea. You understand that? I'm not, you're scaring me. Good. Get scared. Honor God. You know what I'm saying? Good idea to get this. Good idea. No, it ain't a good idea. It better be a God idea. You understand? You, you, guys, I'm not being rough. You understand what I'm saying? God's just going to fix everything. Come on, man. That's why you got to be led of the Lord. That's why you got to stay in this thing. See it? It's important. I'm not freaking you out, but it's important. So God, I want to win. Watch this. You want to see this? I'm going to take you to some lessons of obedience, but before we go there, you got to see this. Ooh, this is a good one. They didn't get this in the morning, but I'm going to give it to you. Okay, this? It's good. Check this out. I want you to see this. I got more time with you for a minute, so I want, I want to pull this in. Why is it so important to operate in this? Yeah, I'm going to give you this. Go to, go to Genesis 9.20. Okay? Failure in this area is going to be dangerous. I want you to see something here. Genesis 9 and 20. Noah, Noah, how many of you know Noah got drunk? He did. Wasn't a, wasn't a great idea. But it says this. Was, he didn't really understand what was going on. Got messed up. Okay? It tells you in the Bible. And Noah began, and Noah began to be a husbandman and planted a vineyard. In 21. And he drank of the wine. Right? And was drunken. And when it was uncovered within his tent. Okay, in the Garden of Eden, Adam fell, and in the vineyard, Noah was also defeated. But because he was righteous, now you better get this. Now, that's a defeat right there. You understand that? That ain't God's best. Adam lost it all, but he didn't have grace. Noah had grace because of righteousness. Okay, Noah falls. 
Noah was also defeated, but because of his righteousness to God, God saved his family. Okay, you understand that? Because man was there. In God's plan, Noah was the head of the family. So God put the whole family under Noah's authority. He also set Noah as the head of the world at that time. But one day Noah became drunk in the vineyard. He was uncovering himself in the tent, and his youngest son, Ham, saw his father's nakedness and told his two brothers outside. So as far as Noah's conduct was concerned, he was certainly wrong. He should not have been drunk, yet Ham, the son, failed to see the dignity of honor and authority. Okay? Now, you got to understand this. He did not honor and he did not understand authority. Instead of understanding that he should have been in an honorable position to cover his authority, he exposed it. Does that make sense? Okay, now I'm going to read you the story just a little bit so you can get this, right? Because sometimes we think shouting about what's going wrong is the right thing to do. It's not. You know what I'm saying? Because that's your test. Did you get that? See, God sometimes lets you see something to see how mature you are and how you're going to handle it. I'm not saying cover sin right away. I was like, are you talking about covering sin? No, I ain't talking about covering sin. I'm talking about covering you. Sometimes you see stuff that God lets you see to see how you're going to handle it to see if you're ready. Because your job is not to expose, but your job is to cover. Let me tell you what I saw. Dangerous for you. Noah's going to be all right. Let me tell you what. Noah's ministry went on. You ever hear anything about him? Nah, he's cursed the rest of his life. See what I'm saying? So we got to understand this thing, that that was an honorable position to authority. Very important you understand this stuff. Dangerous. Say, God changed his mind. God didn't change his mind. He lived in grace. Okay? Watch this. When he saw, what? When Ham saw his father in proper conduct, he did not have the slightest shame or sorrow, nor did he try to cover it. Ness reveals he had a rebellious spirit. He went out instead and told his brothers, pointing out that his father's ugliness, and so adding to himself, basically walked into sin. Shem and Japheth managed through the situation to understand that and entered into the tent backwards, thus avoiding to see their father's nakedness and cover their father with an upper garment which laid on their shoulders. It is seen that the failure of Noah became a test to Shem, Ham, and Japheth, the sons. You better read that one more time slow. It seems like, or it is revealed like, or it looks like it's seen then that Noah's failure became somebody else's test. Woo! Bottom line, he's in trouble. He's in trouble with God. But what did he do? He postured himself right. Yeah, he's naked as a jaybird, drunk as a skunk. I don't know, whatever, but guess what? Cover it. We're not denying it. We're not not going to be accountable for it. We're not talking foolishness. This is not just whacked out people sinning, acting a fool, and you just pretend it ain't there. That's not what I said. We're going to deal with it, but we're going to deal with it properly because I am not in a position of authority to correct. There are some people you are not in a position of authority to correct. Someone else has to correct them. Woo, this is getting good. You feel your toes getting soft on? You know, I'm being serious. Public, remember this, public honor, private access, but there's certain things you need to allow to be taken care of that we don't need to get involved in. Watch this. Why am I saying this? Spiritual authority, submission to authority. You submitting yourself to God's authority, doing it right. Now watch this. It was this. 
Watch this. So check this out, right? So Cana, it is revealed, who was obedient and who basically, they were the sons. I should have said this. Shem, Hem, and Japheth, the sons of Canaan, right? It is, there's Noah's sons. It is revealed who was obedient and who was rebellious. Noah's fall unveiled Ham's rebellion. After Noah awoke from his wine, he prophesied that the descendants of Ham would be cursed and would become slaves of the slaves of their brethren. The first one in the Bible to become out of covenant with God was Ham because of his rebellion. Thrice he was sent, three times he pronounced this, basically, this, this, this problem upon him. He said three times, because you would basically become out, outcast with the covenant of God. This is crazy. This is to say that one who is subject to authority should basically be a slave to him who does not obey authority. Shem was blessed. Even our Lord Jesus Christ came from Shem. Japheth was, was destined to preach Christ, and thus the nations would hear the gospel. The first to be cursed after the flood was Ham. Not knowing authority, he was put under authority for generations to follow. Everyone who wishes to serve the Lord needs to understand God's authority, and no one can serve in this wrong spirit of lawlessness. You see this? So now I'm going to go in there. I'm going to tell the boss what's up. You better be careful. Look, I'm going to tell you right now. Let me let you in on a secret. Everybody look at it. You ain't going to like this one, but I care less. Get off your phones and stop playing around. Pay the attention to this. You don't like the president? Shut up. I don't care who was in the White House, the outhouse, the back house. I don't care. From every day I started this, you better pay attention. Listen to me, man. I've been here for decades, man. Look, that's God. That's God stuff. Don't, don't, just pray for everybody. I prayed for everybody from Reagan. You liked them, didn't like them. I don't know who you like. I don't like, and I, let me tell you right now. I don't like everybody, and I understand there's some whacked out stuff going on. Ain't nobody sitting here closing their eyes to the foolishness that goes on. You got, you got what, one dude, he's over there, ha, you, sexually crazy and all. Come on, man. This stuff's reality. It's there. You got other guys, got, whatever, craziness going on. You're doing yourself a favor. Pray for it. Privately, you want to do something? Don't get on no public craziness and getting yourself out there in the mess. Look, all authority came of God, whether you like it or not. It's God's authority. Take it up with God. I don't know. Pray about it. And you got an opinion, and I understand that. And you got a right to vote, so go vote. But don't get in this stuff. The, we were here in the city. I got paperwork. Dennis knows, and these people know. I'm telling you what happened. The Miracle Center, we, we messed up. We didn't know. We missed it. It wasn't them guys. It was me. I didn't know. I got a piece of paper. City coming out. We violated this. Violated. I didn't even know the building was jacked up. I got to go down there. Go to the courthouse. You know, you go down there. I, I, I went. It's my responsibility. I don't even know what's going on. I got paperwork. Stuff ain't right. I don't know. I went in there. I said, sir, I'm going to tell you right here now. I'm ignorant because I don't even know what's going on. I'm going to obey the law of the land. I went in there. I took it like I took it. I said, I, we obey, we're the church. We'd obey the law of the land. I don't think it was right because there's 18 other houses all screwed up in this neighborhood. You ain't got no problem with them. But I got a ministry to the homeless. So it seems like you are a little bit biased towards what I'm doing right now. In the natural eye. I didn't say nothing, though. No. I knew exactly what it was. The news truck came. Neighbor come out and said, we don't like those kind of people. I said, ain't that sweet on you? You don't like those kind of people. I'm not lying. Am I telling the truth? We don't like those kind of people. I said, you don't like those kind of people, do you now? Sounds a little crazy to me. Sounds a little bit not right. Are you hearing me? I'm the pastor of the church. You understand me? That don't sound like God to me. 
You don't like those kind of people. We don't want those kind of people around here. I said, oh, really? Now you got my gander up. But I said, I'm going to tell you what I do. Jerry, no. What I do? I said, I'll fix everything you tell me to fix. But I said, if you talk about that other thing you want to fight, I'll bury you. I'll bury you to the point you will not want this war because I will destroy everyone. I will listen to the law of the land. But when you get too far out in this thing and you make me, see that book on that desk? You see this book? I know you got laws and jurisdiction and all I will obey the law of the land. But the day you pull me out of this book is the day you got the worst fight of your life. I'll die before you'll win. I will beat you on every card. I'll spend money like you've never seen money spent. Trust me, I'll beat you. I'm cute with all the fixing, but you start talking me out of this book, this book told me to love one another. That's from the White House to the back, oh, my God, to the outhouse. You understand what I just said? This book said love. You understand? This book said be gone. But I'm telling you now, don't get yourself out where you don't need to get yourself out. It ain't worth it. It ain't worth it for you. You could have your own private ideas. You could even have your own private sit around the coffee table. You want to talk about it? It's real. You don't need to be blasting something on Twitter, bringing no reproach on yourself. I'll tell you that right now. How are we going to fix it if we don't do it? I'll tell you what. God bless you. We better figure it out because the whole world. Let me explain something to you guys real quick and really easy. If your confidence is in what's going on outside this door and in government, and like you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. You think these people are going to fix what's going on? They can't fix Jack. The only thing that will fix that thing is the Bible. You understand me? You get me? You understand what I'm talking about? People don't like, people don't want to walk in love. People don't want to do this. People don't, you, pastors, are you thinking that, you think I got my head stuck in the ground? I don't know evil when I see it. But I know I'm under authority. Think of church people, you know, that pastor's jacked up. I ain't got nothing to say about him. No, go slow. The dude's jacked up. He is jacked up. But I ain't saying nothing about it. You better hear me. I'm growing you up. You might not like it, but but he's jacked up. He is jacked up. But I ain't I'm not saying nothing about it. He probably is jacked up. Ain't none of my business. Here you go. There you go. God, God, Moses rose up in the Bible, and Israel thought he was making bad decisions. You know that? The Bible said the ground come and suck some people up. Don't talk about God's pick. I ain't getting involved. It ain't not business. Okay. I'm just telling you. I'm telling you, look, that authority came of God, whether you like it or not. Go to, I'm telling you, I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't like a bunch of stuff. God bless everything. But you all know what I'm saying. Did people crazy? I'm telling you, man, you do what you got to do to stay in line. Say, Pastor Chris, that's tough sledding. I'm just telling you how to stay blessed. I got an opinion about everything. You want to ask me what it is? Come, come in my office. I'll tell you everything I believe. But I ain't going to tell you publicly. Why? Because you want to know, here's another thing that's bad. If I teach you how to be like that, I just taught you how to be lawless. And there's a whole bunch of Twitter feed teaching people how to be lawless. They'll be accountable when they see Jesus, hands down. You want to bet? Bet me money. Bunch of clowns running around trying to do stuff, teaching people. Don't teach people wrong stuff. You're going to teach them how to be accountable. Did you hear what I said in R- Romans 13? You know what I'm talking about. It's true. See it? Now, leave it alone. You heard what you heard. You know what I told you. You do whatever you want to. You walk out of here, be as buck wild as you want to be. I don't really care, but I told you. You know what I'm saying? Authority. 
Praise God. I went in the parking lot. If you can't listen to the dude in the parking lot, you ain't going to be able to listen to Jesus. You want to know why? You can't see Jesus. You can't touch Jesus. You can't smell Jesus. You can't feel Jesus. You don't even know Jesus, right? But the guy in the parking lot tells you go left and you go right because you want to go right. Something wrong with you. God put authority in the earth to see if you could submit into the authority of earth. How are you going to submit to a God you cannot see, cannot touch, cannot taste, cannot smell, but you can't even listen to the crossing guard at the school when he puts up the stop sign, you arguing with him. I'm telling you why it's here in the earth, because you got God who you can't see, touch, taste, or smell, but you can't listen to order and honor. I'm telling you, it's here to teach you obedience. Why? Because God would rather have your obedience than, than what? Your sacrifice. And I'll tell you what, man, it's there. All officials. My boss is a jerk. Pray you get a new job. You ever notice something about rebellion? It's contagious. All the people that think the boss is a jerk, they hang out together. Right? Yeah, but he a jerk. He probably is a jerk. I'm not saying, listen to me. I'm not saying they're not a jerk. For the record, can I go on record here? You can quote me. I'm not saying it's not, I'm not saying the government's not corrupt and whacked out. Are you crazy? I guarantee you it is. Hello? But there's certain things I just pray, believe, do my best, vote. What am I going to do? I mean, you, you, could, you could talk, but what are you going to do? You got to do your part, right? You're going to tell me your boss is saying he could be nuts, demonic. He might, what am I supposed to do, deny it's not true? You going to tell me we don't have a problem in America? Are you nuts? We got more problems in America you can imagine. God bless the country, but you know what I'm saying? We're all shot up. You know, literally, if I tell the world what the Bible says, they say I hate them. Do you realize this? If I say to the world, this is what the Bible says, they say I hate people. But the only reason why I'm telling people that is because I love them. This is something out there we're living with. Are you with? You see what I'm saying? If I go and tell you what the Bible says, you will say, they will say, the earth will say, you hate me. When I, all the while I'm telling you is because I love you. And I'll tell you why right here now. I'm not trying to push my point. I'm just going to tell you what my book says, and I'm going to go my merry way. I didn't come here to fight with you. I didn't come here to argue with you. I'm not trying to come and change you. I'm not trying to come and rebuke you. I'm just going to tell you what the Bible says. Are you believing it? But guess what? If you're going to be a person of authority and power, you've got to be submitted into authority and power. I'm just trying to help you, man. Look, man, I'm just telling you what's up. And I know we got all our opinions about that. And here's the last one we'll leave you with. Ready? You got that one? Right? Noah is wrong. He is. But the position of the sons was to still be honorable. Yeah, he's, he's messed up. He's going to have to talk to God about that because I'm not getting involved with it. But instead of covering what they should not be exposing because of God's honor system, Hem thought it was a cute idea. To expo- the Bible says he exposed his father's nakedness. And because of it, he was cursed for a generation to come. Three times he told him, you play. He said, you'll be cursed forever. Shem brings the lineage of Christ into the earth. Japheth preaches the gospel from generation to generation. The blessing followed Shem all the way. And Hem you never hear of again. For eternity. And his descendants are cursed for eternity. Well, that don't seem fair. No, duh. Nobody told you this thing was fair, man. 
God's forgiving, but he's serious, man. And the church wants to go and say, oh, just be how you are, you know? No, don't be how you are. Don't be how you are. Be like he tells us to be. Be a person of submission. And here's the number one place. Now get this. God wants you to submit into his word. What's it say? Get under it. Don't come out of it. That's where you're blessed. That's where I'm blessed. Get under it, man. Get under it. You understand what I'm saying? Get under it. What do you say about that? What do you say? What do you say about this? Get under it. What do you say about that? Get under it. What do you say about that? Get under it. Get it. As fast as you can get under it, get under it. Because the faster you get to it, the faster you walk in the blessing of God. Ain't it good? You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you what, man. I'm going to tell you why you stand up on your feet. I'm going to tell you what. If you want great power, man, I'm going to tell you what. Woo, the, better, the better submitted you are, thank you, the better submitted you are, better submitted you are, okay, to God's authority, the more powerful you are on the earth. Who's the most powerful person on the face of the earth? Who is the most, think about it, who is the most powerful person to ever walk the face of the earth? What was his name? Jesus. Who was the most submitted man you've ever seen in your life? Jesus. Well, he got it for who he is. No. He got it for what he did. Not what I want. What do you want? Start telling people about sacrifice. Nobody wants to serve God. Tell them they can have God and what they want. They'll serve him all day long. That's the biggest problem we got in the church today. No sacrifice. Just take Jesus with you. He's cool with it. Take Jesus in your sin. Take Jesus in your nonsense. Take Jesus in your rebellion. Take Jesus in all the tomfoolery because, you know, grace will just make up the difference. No, it won't. No, it won't. Sooner or later, sooner or later, we've got to make conscious decisions. Sooner or later, we've got to make decisions that bring change. See, because him that knows to do good and do it or not, the Bible says is sin. Now, I'm not pressuring you, but you know what it comes to? Hey, God, how about I'm submissive and I'm taking you with me? God, I'm working on some stuff. I'm not just like, you know, adding you to the, you know, hey, let me throw, you know, Jesus with me while I'm living like whatever. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. That's not the gospel. You realize the maturity level that's in here right now? You realize what I'm talking about? You ain't going to hear this in church. Too scared to go there. Makes you accountable for your actions. What's bothering me? If you could come out the other side of this. See, everyone wants to, this is why, this, why would you go out this far on a limb with us going this level? You want to tell, that I'm not scared of the devil. Not one thing about him. He's scared of me. I'm the most dangerous man on the face of the earth because I'm submitted unto God. You become dangerous, the darkness. He, he wakes up and wants to know, where's he going today? Because I don't want to be nowhere near him. Because you're submitted. Because you're covered. Yes, sir. Whatever God says. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You don't get to do what you want to do. Yes, sir. You're not going to get what you want. Yes, sir. You're not gonna, yes, sir. Yes, sir. You're not going to be able to talk like that. And, yes, sir. You're not going to be make. Yes, sir. You become dangerous. And everybody goes, you're crazy giving up all that control. No, you're not. You became powerful giving up all that control. Because I don't want to be in control. I want him to be in control. Makes you a better husband. Makes you a better father. Makes you a better wife. Makes you a better parishioner. Makes you a better whatever. Makes you a better kid. 
makes you honor thy father and mother. It's the first recompense and reward. Kids got no respect. You raise them to have respect, and they ain't got no respect. And the earth ain't helping them none. They walk around like jerked up. Nah. I'm telling you what. You got a responsibility to you and generations to come, and you're going to do it. Because you're gonna walk in, you're gonna walk in authority, man. I'll tell you what, you got authority. When you got authority, you got to glide in your stride. Because you know who you belong to. You know where, Carrie. We don't talk about this. You got weight in your words. When you talk, something carries. Because you got weight in your mouth. Because I'm not back. The best thing I'm gonna let you guys go. But you ever been around? I've been around. I'm not. I was not a military guy. Okay, not because I just never went, you know what I mean? But you guys in the military, you understand what I'm saying? You ever been around? I had an admiral. The one guy, the one guy's dad was an admiral in the Navy. That's high up. He got in the office. You understand that married, that man carried something. He expected you to pay attention when he was talking. He was used to it. So when he talked, he was respectful. But when he spoke, he expected you to pay attention. He demanded it. And his posture it was kind of cool to see it. You know what I'm saying? What do you think you're going to look like when you come 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 under a thought? You're going to be in the office and go, this is what I think. People are going to look around like, whoa, there's something different about you, bro. You got weight and something, something different about the way you carry it. You ain't even got to say nothing to nobody. Something different. What, what happened to you? You change your cologne or something? What's up with you? You got a new hairdo? I'm telling you, it's going to be weight in your mouth because it's not just words. It's your submitted and now I got power. You got jurisdiction at another level. So people tell you, you're crazy doing that. Nah, you gaining ground like you can't even see. And the earth knows it too. The devil knows it. We say, uh-oh, here comes trouble. Here comes trouble. See, here's the cool thing about this. The devil understood how much Adam's power, how much power Adam had more than Adam even knew he had. That's when I knew the only way to beat him was deceive him because you can't beat him straight up. He'll get me. You guys are going to be changing the world. Lift your hands to heaven. You did great. Say this out loud. Say, Jesus, thank you for helping me. Thank you for letting me grow. Thank you for letting me go to a new level. I believe that I receive next level authority in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord, for helping me, changing me, rearranging my life. Jesus name. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.